Hey everybody, welcome to this week's It Shouldn't Be This Hard podcast. My name is Austin. And I'm Josh. And <laughs> this week we have a special guest back with us. Uh, he hasn't been on the podcast since like what the f- like close to the beginning of the first year. Yeah, uh, I want to say he, he was back. like within the first couple months. Yeah, I know. And we've been wanting him to come back. He's just a very busy man, way busier than us. It's Mr. Glenn, Glenn Berg- Boogaloo. <laughs> All I think words. it was almost exactly a year. Because it was like right before uh, I went to back to school the last time. Wow! Yeah, Fucking I want to. I, I felt like it was last August. Yeah, it's crazy. Fucking timing. Yeah. yeah. So, Glenn, what has changed in your life in the last year? You've uh, heard what's got... changed in our lives. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, I only have one semester of school for my undergraduate left. Thinking about going Fuck to medical yeah. school afterwards. That's, uh, you know, still, it's a, a tough decision. It's a big commitment, so I've got a lot of thinking to do. Look at him, what, are, what are you going to get your under, what are you going to get your undergraduate in? Uh, biology. Nice. I don't recommend That one doesn't it. sound easy. It's Yeah, really that doesn't hard. sound easy at all. Yeah, I swear, like, I've got one credit hour labs that are more work than, like, the four credit hour classes I'm in. It's uh, really it's, it's crazy. Hard. Yeah, but it's my last semester. I have to do a thesis this year, which I had no idea, and then I actually have to present it in front of the school. If I'd have known That's that, fun. I probably would have went finance or accounting or something. But <laughs> or computers. Too far into it now. <laughs> no, Glenn doesn't want to go into computers. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's that AOL Instant Messenger? I need to up my, update my MySpace. <laughs> Glenn, where's the disc Glenn, He probably still has that unlimited subscription to Rhapsody. I do. <laughs> you do? I do. I actually, it's uh, like in the last year, it's Napster now. Oh my god, that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. I that was, that was the coolest Glenn. thing because because Glenn had unlimited music, whatever was on Rhapsody, we could listen to, which was a ton. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was the heat back in the day because yeah, it was awesome. You know, Apple Music didn't really have that. You know, there wasn't a Spotify. Yeah, it was when uh, flip phones were still a thing. Yeah, the yeah. razor was the hottest shit ever. It oh, I had the razor at the time. I never had a razor. I did have. The yeah, we had. I had the all black. Duo, so. We would go over to Glenn's <laughs> house and basically have house party in his house, just putting rhapsody music on. But it'd be like just the three of us. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe Brett would show up. This is the weakest house party ever. <laughs> oh, actually, that's something new. Uh, he was here. Uh, oh, it's a while ago now, but uh, or maybe it was right before the last time I talked to you guys. I don't know. But yeah, it was, it was no, weird. I think... he was staying at a hotel a couple miles down the road. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, I think that was like a couple weeks after we talked. Yeah. Uh, that he was there, and I was like, I'm so fucking jealous of Brett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Soon, Austin is going to be super jealous of me. Yep. Because as everybody that listens to the podcast knows, next week I won't be on because I'll be in, I'll be up north. And uh, I haven't told you yet, Austin. I told, me and Glenn talked about this the other night. Uh, you know I'm going to Chicago and you know that I'm meeting up with Glenn. What you don't know, Glenn, or Austin, is that Glenn is going to a Cubs game with me and my family. Heck yeah. 
and you get to be super jealous now. Be jealous. <laughs> I, I hate you both. <laughs> like, really, really bad right now. Well, because, see, like, when I was in Chicago, I was only in Chicago for, like, 24 hours, and unfortunately, it, we, we tried and just couldn't couldn't make it work. Yeah, it's because I had three he, hours of He had stuff traffic. going on. Oh, I was working. Yeah, you got stuck in traffic? Yeah, I was working, and then I had, like, I was like, oh, you know, it should only take me, like, 45 minutes to an hour, because it's only, like, 30 miles from where I was working to get downtown. But it, it took me, like, three hours to get downtown, and then I I was, like, looking for parking, which is a premium. And uh, yeah, by the time I found parking, you're like, we actually have to go. I'm like, son of a bitch, driver. Yeah, like we had to get on the train to head back to the airport. Yeah, I, I felt so bad at that point, but like it was, and we had a little one with us. So we we're like, we have to go. Yeah, I should have just given you a ride. That'd have been cool. Think about <laughs> think that, about that. Like sp- literally right now. <laughs> you got to spend a couple minutes with him. Yeah, it's like five years later. Yeah, I oh, know. I mean, the airport's quite a ways from where we were downtown. Yeah. Well, I was super worried because I had been talking about going to Chicago for so long, and Glenn, you know, we had we had been planning to see each other when I was there, and then Glenn Glenn thought I was going to be there on uh, Saturday, but I'm actually going Monday, and that's when Glenn starts school back. Yeah, but actually, so I, I wasn't going to get to see him. Yeah, and uh, I I think I'm actually going to be out at like noon, so I could probably be downtown around one. Sweet. So we can flick the bean together. Yes. yes indeed. <laughs> and you can take me to get pizza. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Deep dish. I can't wait. Are you super jelly right now, Austin? Yeah, I kind of wish I wasn't a part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> gonna edit this bit out. Just find out afterwards. <laughs> We're just gonna have like a, a video montage. <laughs> we're just gonna yeah, have a, we'll just have a, uh, people let me Except tell you about my best better friend. With the montage. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, John. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like Mr. Eddie's father. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I was like super worried because uh, you know I was looking so forward to see Glenn up there, and then when he was like, "Oh man, I start back to school that day," I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. It's like the one thing I was really looking forward to. I'm going to see my family. That's great. But <laughs> I don't get to see Glenn yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, and then ours was when when we went up there, it was kind of last minute trip. Like there wasn't much planning. It was like, hey, I'm going to be there in two days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hope, exactly. Hope I get to see you. But I mean, I knew it was a long shot just because I know you're busy and yeah. life's busy. So I was just hoping. Yeah. Because we... we uh, me and Glenn had talked, and he was like, "He's like, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to see you." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And then he started, we, you know, he was calling, called me, and told me about like all this stuff to do, and a bunch of apps to use, which is really great. Um, you check them out. He, yeah, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I did." The uh, the best of Boston, or not Boston, best of Chicago app is really cool. Yeah, dude. Um, and I downloaded the parking ones. I don't know how we're gonna use the parking one because I think my because de- my dad has handicapped parking, so he has to call the um, Cubs early. Oh, okay. To see if he can get into like their accessible parking. Oh, I'm sh- that I, I couldn't tell you how that works, but I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't either. So he he has to call though since he's the handicapped person. Yeah. But um, yeah, he was like, uh, he was he. We had talked, and then he was like, 
hey, can you see if your dad got those tickets already? And if not, can he get one? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I wasn't sure because I had talked to my dad earlier and he said that he was, you know, he was going to buy the tickets. And then I talked to him the next morning. I was like, hey, did you get those tickets yet? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, thank God for your procrastination because <laughs> I got a request. Can you get one more? <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, for the Cubs, it, you know, that, that would probably work. But just for like the normal city parking, uh, like the the garages and stuff have handicapped spots that are like closer to the entrance. And you don't have yeah, to go yeah. up as far or down as far or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, that'll. But, I mean, trust me, you'll save a lot of money if, like, if you just, even if you're like, oh, we need to park now, and you pull over and just like look at the apps, totally, totally worth it. Okay. And you book it like you can set up your accounts uh, like ahead of time because it just connects to your credit card. Yeah. And uh, kind of like Uber. Yeah, pretty much, and then you just book spots, and it gives you the instructions and everything's right through the app. So it's pretty, it's convenient, but you'll save a lot of money. So that's something else about Glenn. Glenn drives Uber, right? Is is that okay to say? Like, I don't yeah. want to. Okay. Do you have any really weird stories? Um, because I know I've had my own Uber experiences. <laughs> I I try to usually work like in the morning, so and especially during the week because um, I don't really have the tolerance for drunk people. But I I, I do have a few interesting stories. Uh. The the craziest one, uh, I, so where I live in the suburbs, and I'm like like 20 miles west or so, and I live in, uh, you know, I'm not the wealthiest person, but uh, I my cat just took a screenshot. Really? I thought you were money bags. No, <laughs> uh, no but uh, I live in like one of the richest areas of the country, and uh, so I picked up this guy that's in a, a town that's just north of me, or like the next town north, and. Um, he was like a, an older, uh, like off the boat African dude. And it was like a Saturday night, I think probably like, probably like 10 o'clock at night, but I picked up, picked him up there and it's just a really, you know, wealthy area. So I pick him up and he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to the South loop. It was the night of the, the Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao fight. And that's how I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're talking boxing. He had a really cool accent too. So it was, it was cool. And he, uh, you know, he's back there and we're like halfway down there. And this is like when I first started too. So I didn't really know, you know, every neighborhood very well, uh, or, you know, uh, the, where the bad neighborhoods were, which I of course do now. And so <laughs> he's like, you know what, can we go pick up my friend before and then go to the bar? And I was like, yeah, just punch the address in man, and I'll, you know, we'll go get up, get her, or get him or whatever. And cool. And so he put it in and we're talking, we're talking, and, and uh, I didn't, I could have just, like, now I can just see the address, you know, and I'm going to a bad neighborhood, and it's dark yeah, out, yeah. and I'm a bald white dude, uh, probably not a good <laughs> idea. So here we are in Inglewood, and that's like, uh, that's like top three, usually like one of the worst neighborhoods in Chicago, a lot of murders and stuff happened down there, a lot of gang activities. So we get off the highway, and I'm like, oh shit, this can't be right, because like half the houses are boarded up. There's like five Gun squad store, cars liquor store. going. Yeah, they're yeah. It's like fried chicken, liquor store, pawn shop. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. So uh, we're we're not going too far off the highway. So you know, I take this uh, the turn on the street that I'm picking this girl up on, and and it's like, oh, your destination's on the left, and it's a one way street. So like, I pull over to the the left in front of this boarded up house, and I was like, okay. 
I hope she's not going to take too long because, you know, on the ride there, there's just like, you know, 20 people hanging out on every porch, you know, which, you know, normally wouldn't be a big deal, but it's, you know, one of the worst neighborhoods in Chicago. And so uh, I pull over to the side of the road and I hear the pop and I I run over uh, a glass, like 40 ounce bottle and I'm just like, oh, please don't let me get a flat tire here. And then, so this guy that I picked up, he was probably around 50. The girl we picked up was about 20, maybe 21. Oh, shit. And she was definitely a prostitute. So, uh, <laughs> she got in the car, and then I, t- I ended up, you know, driving back north to this bar. But, yeah, it was like a 50-year-old, like, straight-off-the-boat African dude picking up a hooker in one of the worst neighborhoods that I could possibly be in. Yeah. There was, uh, there was actually one time, so I picked up a, a stripper. Yeah. And, uh, so she gets in the back seat, and it's like five o'clock in the morning, so the, like, the strip club's just closing. And, yeah. uh, she's real nice. We talked, and I, I, you know, I took her home and everything. But when she got out of my car, I swear it smelled like someone was chucking clams in the back seat. <laughs> I was just like, you need to wash some things, like, grinding on that pole all night. <laughs> <laughs> that is really gross. I'm surprised you didn't look at her and go, you know, at one time I was also a stripper. Yep. <laughs> Check out this picture in my wallet. I love the fact that you carry that in your wallet. I don't have I haven't in a long time, but I used to. It's I it's in like a box with a, a bunch of military stuff like in my storage unit, but I, I still have it somewhere. <laughs> Would be great as if you had it, and like when you went to like bars and stuff, they're like, "Yeah, we need to see identification." You just pull that out. <laughs> <laughs> Is this good enough for you? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe. Look that at was you, like, like that was over ten years ago. That's fucking crazy, like right? Fifteen years ago, crazy. Shit, we're getting old. Yeah, dude. Like the time. And that's the thing is like so when I sit here and we like if we talk about stories from the time being in like last week me Austin and I talked a little bit about some some older stories and it's just like it's just so weird to think that that shit happened over 10 years ago it doesn't feel like it no not at all well and I completely forget and then when we were talking the other day about you know when you the last time you were here was four and a half years ago or four years ago it's like no and i was like well i guess i got a four-year-old now so yeah it has been yeah, four years yeah, ago yeah exactly that's fucking that that's mind-boggling to me too like oh, so i just thought of something that uh josh i think you should know uh especially being that you're gonna be here uh we also i don't think there's any in the city but in the suburbs we do have raising canes now fuck yes I don't know. All I know is that Jamie said that when we're driving to Indiana on Saturday, there is a Raisin Cane's right off the highway in Columbus where we're stopping to see my nephew because it's going to be my nephew's uh, birthday. Like my nephew's turning, I think, three. I don't know. He's he's little. They don't they don't pay attention to age at that point, and neither do I. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we're gonna stop there, see him for that, and then we're gonna drive to Indiana the next day, and. Uh, Jamie was like, well, you know, there's a Raisin Cane's, like, right right off that exit. I said, fuck yes. She's like, but yes. what if your sister's having a cookout? I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I will show up full. 
exactly. Oh, I'll eat cake too. Come on. Oh yeah. I, I told Glenn. I told Glenn I'm gonna gain another twenty pounds on this vacation because it's all based around food. Uh, if yeah, you stayed here well. longer, you could definitely do that, like real quick. Oh yeah. So then I told Glenn that I will also be back in uh, April of next year, and then I'm gonna need a couch to sleep on. And he was like, well, why are you going to be there? I was like, because I'm going to a Star Wars convention. He's like, that is something I would be much into. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. I want to do that one, too. You should. Man. I really, really want to do that one. We have a couch yeah. and a spare bed, man. Exactly. Hmm. You just come on. To... We'll see. Carl is never going to let him come with us, Glenn. No, not to Chicago. Just tell him <laughs> it's for like a Christian ministry or something. Oh no, it, she wouldn't care about that either. It's not. It's not the thing I'm going to. It's just the going part. Oh, is it because <laughs> she's you're not going, going, to going see... with you, or you know, maybe I could talk her into going too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe not the Star Wars thing, but at least the Chicago. <laughs> I mean, she likes Star Wars. We, we. I mean, we go to the theaters and see them all when they come out. But yeah, but she's um, not going to want to go to a convention. That's for sure. Exactly. Uh. I would. <laughs> you know, it'd be really you know, funny it's... though if we all went and we all dressed up in Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Just wore red shirts. Yeah, with like the little like triangle thing on there and everything. <laughs> Just be like, oh, wrong one. My bad. <laughs> I bought a two-day pass for this. <laughs> uh, wrong, wrong Star World. <laughs> Wrong Star World. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, as we've said before on here, Glenn is the biggest movie buff that I've ever known, besides myself. Like, uh, that you, like, we've discussed your movie collection before. Yeah. But, um, you know, me and you were talking, and we were talking about Austin and his uh, this year watching movies. I know. Impressed. And uh, what did you tell me? Uh, I don't remember. It was like before. Like before, I was like, they should just change the name of the podcast to "God Damn It, Austin." Watch some damn movies already, or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you went on to say how kids. proud you were of him. <laughs> Oh, super proud, man! Super proud. It's well, well, thank you. It's just really hard to watch a lot, some of those movies when you have kids. Oh no! Because then by the time they go to bed, you're tired and you yeah. want to go to bed. Especially working as many hours as I'm working. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm just busting balls. No, that's fine. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I've been disappointed with myself. It's the worst. It's the worst to be disappointed with yourself, including when it comes to something so minuscule as movies. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But when it was such an important part of my life for so long. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Glenn and I <laughs> used to have, I mean, me, you, Pat. I think we talked, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but we used to go Sunday breakfast. Yep. We would do I think Sunday we did breakfast. talk about it. Yeah. We'd do Sunday breakfast, then we'd go watch movies. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, Did I ever oh, tell yeah, you be, that? Because I told the story about uh, Pat Farrell's uh, birthmark on his forehead. That's right. That's right. 
Well, that's like Pat made me go see Triple uh, X with him. This is before we all started hanging out. And he's like, I really want to go see Triple X. And I was like, dude, I don't want to see Triple X. And he's like, no, we have to go see Triple X. And I was like, I'm not seeing Triple X. He's like, I'll pay for you to see Triple X. I said, if this movie's bad, I'm walking out of it. I don't care if you've paid for it or not. I got like 15 minutes in that movie. I looked at him. I said, I'm out. <laughs> I can't do this. I said, I can't sit through this shit. <laughs> I still feel bad about that because he did pay. I've walked out of two movies with, that people have paid for. What was the other that one? Uh, the other one was Resident Evil. Oh, I my like friend. It was when I was in tech school. Um, yeah, I was in. I watched Resident Evil in tech school. Yeah, yeah. Tech school was like the shit, man. Like, I went and saw Super Troopers in tech school. I saw Van Wilder when I was in tech school. I know I watched a bunch of movies, but I have no recollect. <laughs> I got. I went and saw I got, one movie while I was there. I got Midnight Pizza because Domino's was always at the front desk. Yeah. Dude, like, if I could have Domino's just sit outside my house, (laughs) (laughs) just with, like, spare pizza. (laughs) You know, to be completely honest, that that was the last time I ever had Domino. Really? Yeah. Because in in Louisiana, I I didn't really like any of the pizza except for one place. It was called, uh, like, Pie Works, and they just had crazy pizzas that were... Like actually good, but other than that, I didn't care for it. Really, I can't do. I I could probably do Pizza Hut and Papa John's, but not, I can't do Domino's, Little Caesars. I, I don't like Domino's pizza. <laughs> fucking C right. When we lived in the dorms, C right would fucking order on on a Friday night. He would order two large pizzas, and then his ass would sit in his room all fucking weekend and play Warcraft and eat pizza. I <laughs> or no, Minecraft. He play- or not Minecraft. Uh, EverQuest. World of Warcraft. No, yeah, he played EverQuest. Ever- this is before World of Warcraft. He played oh, EverQuest. Really? <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, dude, what is your weekend? He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play EverQuest, I'm gonna eat this pizza, and I'm gonna listen to this T.I. album. I'm like, who the fuck is T.I.? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of TI, Doc, do you remember that time you got really drunk and I drove you home and you did like your own freestyle to You Don't Know Me? (laughs) No. I don't remember the exact words, but like you were like, you might be driving my ass home, but Glenn, you don't know me. (laughs) Oh, and you were talking about the taking the tonsils out. It was the Dairy Queen. It was a Moolatte. Moolatte. And you were, yeah, and you were like high out of your mind and you were like, I want a moolatte. And I was like, the doctor just told you you can't drink through a straw. I don't care. I want a caramel moolatte. <laughs> and so took I me too. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you, took me, you took me to get He was not a very good chaperone. Yeah, I wasn't good. Now I took Mac to get his vasectomy too. Oh man. Yeah. I heard those stories. <laughs> We, it's so we funny waited for like, like an hour to get his prescriptions, and then we went to Heavy's to get a pack of frozen peas on his nuts. So you re- do you remember when I had I had my because it was my teeth I had I had my wisdom yeah. teeth taken out, and then we went to the bar. Do you remember that dude that kept fucking with me at the bar? I do. I know who you're, I think his name was Sean. Yeah, and I, I can't remember, remember because 
not too long after he tried to commit suicide or like was right. being suicidal and I like I got him help and stuff. I, I, I don't all remember. I remember other than that was he kept going, I wanna get some strange because yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. married. Yeah. Yeah, he's married to a girl that uh uh worked in the, the WSA too. But she yeah. worked the other side. But she's like, he's like, I want some strange. Yeah, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> he, he really wasn't like a bad dude uh, sober. No, he really wasn't. He was a little annoying, but, you know, it was just like he needed a friend kind of kind of guy. Yeah, he kept grabbing my fucking mouth, though, man. And yeah. I was like, stop touching my goddamn mouth. I just had, like, I'm high on painkillers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, because I had to, like, bring his ass outside and, like, look, dude, you need to fucking go home. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember his name, but I, I want to say it was Sean. His first name, Sean. Yeah, I think Glenn. I, I always think about Glenn was like my bodyguard. He was my Kevin Costner in that <laughs> moment. It's like he was gonna pick me up and carry me out. Just be like, and I. <laughs> and then I was talking. We were talking. Telling. Uh, I was telling Austin about when you got in that fight with Luan and all that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that was nuts, man. Was that with Toll in them too? Uh no, is uh Rel was there, uh Dustin Walker and his wife Melissa was there. Yeah. And uh I know Dan showed up like he met us at Chicago's and Robin was there too. I don't remember uh who I'm, oh that was um Roger Reed and uh Aaron yeah, Grissom, yeah. Grissom was there. And that uh shit yeah. was funny. That was nuts, man, because it was all we found out later that it was all over Rel hitting on some dude's girlfriend. <laughs> and I'd like, I'd talked the I believe dude that. down like several times and we were like leaving. And then Roger Reed, who was like 150 pounds, uh, takes his shirt off and starts talking shit. It's like, dude, we don't want to fight over <laughs> your ass. Come at me, bro. Yeah, that's what he was doing. So we like, were like pushing him away and like Grissom was actually getting him into his truck because he was his DD. I was the other one. And then, you know, we were getting into my car and, uh, Reed gets out of the truck and goes in the, the there was like four dudes, uh, running around talking shit and they were like, we got guns, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, dude, just get back in the car. And he runs up and he just gets knocked the fuck out like one hit. Yeah. It was crazy. And then I remember, I don't remember that like, people told me, like, yeah, Glenn had two guys in a headlock. He was like. Yeah, I had one dude. He had a really big afro, and I, I, yeah. I like, had a hold of it. And, and I need him so many times in his face that I walked funny for, like, two weeks. Like, my leg was sore. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And, uh, like, and another, Luhan was on the ground getting, like, beat. <laughs> that was the best part, I think, because Luhan was so drunk. He's just, like. He swung at one of the dudes when it first started, completely missed, but he, like, somersaulted onto the ground and was laying on his back, and a guy just jumped on him, was, like, like straddling him, basically, punching him in the face, and he every time he got punched in the face, he was just laughing louder and louder. I was like, man, that's gonna suck tomorrow. Well, see, Austin and Rel got me in trouble. Uh-oh. Well, Rel got no. you in trouble, too. No, Rail got us all in trouble. Yeah, Rail got us all in trouble. So I was trying to be good airman. Anybody that knows me knows that when I was in, if I wasn't drinking, I was like probably one of the best buddies you could have. I would come and pick you up at six in the morning. 
I would take you, oh, I'd go to heavies with you. We'd drink, or you'd drink. I'd drive you downtown to make sure you didn't have to drive yourself. I'd yep. say, give me a call. I'll come pick you up. So this night, Rel and Austin, they get, we, we were at heavies. We went, well, we went and saw Beer Fest that night. <laughs> yeah, we did. So then we went back to our apartment when I lived with me and Rel were roommates and me and Rel were like chugging pitchers and racing to see who could drink pitchers fastest. Oh boy. Yep. Not a good idea. Yep. Then we went to Chicago's. Yeah, well oh. they go they go they're like, "Hey, we're going to we want to go to Chicago's." And I'm like, "Hey, I'll drive you that way you guys don't have to worry about a cab. You don't have to, you know, I'll drive you. I'll get you there whenever you're ready to be picked up. You call you call me, I come pick you up." Well, then Next thing you know, on Monday, I'm getting called into the first sergeant's office asking why I took two guys downtown when at like two in the morning. I was like, because that's what time the bars close. Like, like, Yeah, that's what time you go downtown. <laughs> bars close at two. Then you go downtown because you can stay there till like yeah, they, six in the fucking morning. Yeah, even when they were asking me those questions, they just did not comprehend that. It's like, no, the bars close at two, so you go downtown to the other bars. <laughs> yeah. like, that's what that we was did. The routine. <laughs> heavies closed down, and usually heavies didn't even close down at two because Kevin and them would let us stay there until like three. Well, yeah, they'd, they'd lock the doors, but then we just hang out for another hour. <laughs> yeah, we just, yeah, and then if you actually went downtown with Kevin and all them, they knew all the owners to have the bars down there, so they'd, and you got in they'd for be free. the same thing over there. And you'd be there until like eight o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. So then uh, there's I took several him... times I'd be riding a cab back with Kevin and his sons up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then the, I mean, but that time I took him down. What happened? What, what happened with Rail? He got in a fight with somebody. Oh, I was I was off talking to somebody else, and then I hear a commotion. I look over and Rail's in the middle of it on the ground. <laughs> I don't know exactly what happened, but I went over and grabbed him. And we went to the bathroom because he had some blood on his face and realized that his face was gashed open. Dang. He was just pouring blood. Um, he ended up like having to get stitches and he, and he missed like a week of work because of it. It was it was bad. Yeah. So, like but I get magnet, called man. in. What's that? You remember uh, in Diego, he like fell off that like porch thing or something like that and <laughs> jacked up his whole face. Dude, yeah. He got like a rug burn or something across like half his face or something. I, I don't so what I'm learning I remember is, that. I love Rel, but Rel plus liquor. <laughs> I, I told him that. I'm like, dude, maybe you should stop drinking. <laughs> well, he's he is brain. Native American, right? Yeah. That fire water. Yeah. He said. But yeah, so he was my roommate at the time. So the then it became man. a whole thing. Well, because he was higher ranking than me. Well, why are you living with him? You know, why? So, yeah, it just became a whole thing. Yeah, man, I got called in. They were like, why would you take them downtown? I said, because they were drunk and they wanted to go downtown. And they were like, well, why would you take them? I said, because they were going to go down there either way. Isn't it safer for me to take them than for them to figure out how to get there? Yeah. I'm like, they weren't, you guys weren't pass out drunk when you got there. You guys were, I mean, you guys no, were we no drink, different we than drink, you were. We drink more when we got down there. Yeah, but you were you. I, I would have honestly. I don't think you were any more intoxicated than any other time I had taken anybody else downtown. Yeah. No, uh, Rel had a problem where he didn't know his limit. Ah, uh, like 
even when you're hammered, you know when you hit that limit a lot of times. He didn't always know that. So mm. sometimes he would go beyond the limit, and that's when he would – I don't know what happened. Fight people yeah. on, on the dance floor of Chicago. <laughs> Rel out there just going, <laughs> the fire water, it came. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that movie is so funny. The white, the white man brought the fire water. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. <laughs> but no, I was like, I remember sitting in the first sergeant's office like, why the fuck am I getting talked to? I didn't do anything. Yeah. I was at home. I, mean, I, was, I was in the same boat when they were talking <laughs> to me. I'm like, I literally went out with my friend and then cleaned him up after he got jumped. Like, yeah. And I made sure he got home. because That's, that's what didn't make sense to me. I was like, an airman went out out in town, got intoxicated, got jumped, and now you're questioning everybody yeah, <laughs> that no, didn't they, jump they him? Were, they were wanting to give me paperwork for it, too. Yeah. That's and they ended up not doing it. But they ended up giving him an Article 15 for it. No bro. Shit. Yeah. Bro, yeah, I, got, they, they, I got I an like, LOR in Diego Garcia <clears> the second time. Because we took a picture with the uh, the colonel. I wonder if I still have that picture somewhere. And we were all doing the super finger, the Dane Cook super finger. Mm. Right? And they were like, man, this is... He's like, that's uh, that's the shocker. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, that's not the shocker. I can show you the shocker. <laughs> yeah, so they gave us... They gave me and like three other guys LORs for that shit. That's super funny. But we... Oh. <laughs> meanwhile, we were painting them all on bombs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there were lots of Dane Dane Cook uh, quotes that went on uh, bombs at the time. I'm telling you, I just I, I don't know. It's stupid shit like that that led to me getting the fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I think I like I said I don't think I was the best airman, but I sure I certainly wasn't the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's you like know. you did you, you did your job when you needed to, but you also had yeah. fun in the meantime. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Like fucking going in at three in the like going in at six in the morning to do fucking laps because some uh, some oh. asshole drives down the wrong way on the fucking highway. That was a fun morning. Oh, that was nice. I just my favorite part of that entire story is still when after we did our laps and after we went back to the uh, the shop and we're all sitting there in the break room. They're like, okay, who's still drunk? And the only ones that raised his hand. Or, or raise their hands for the three of us and George. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like half of like we, I think we all puked. Yeah, I, yeah. I puked when I ran in front I of didn't the first puke, sergeant but I commander. Almost puked. I walked. I, 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 I was. Puked. I was so drunk. I couldn't. I, I couldn't do nothing. I threw up in front of the first sergeant, and he goes, "Dockery, are you okay?" And I said, "I'm fucking drunk." <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking drunk at six in the morning. It's hotter than hell out here, and you got me oh. running. <laughs> what there the, was what was the it parchment showed wrong? up wearing his cl- club clothes still. <laughs> <laughs> so many people came in with with their club clothes on, like they had yep. just gotten done at Chicago's. Oh man! Well, we had left early because we went back and we're gonna drink at George and Tom's house, our yeah. apartment. Yeah. Well, that was our weekends, man. Oh yeah. What else were you? I remember Sergeant Parker called me, and I was like, "You got to be fucking with me." (laughs) (laughs) So I I just thought of a a kind of a funny story. I don't know if I I don't remember what stories I told on the last episode, 
But do you guys remember, um, I can't think of his name. He was a, a short black guy. He was a master sergeant. He was the sword shop chief for a little while, and he ended up having a seizure. And so he couldn't drive. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember I don't, his I, name, I, I, I don't remember either, but I really liked him. And uh, there was one time I had to take, like, three drug tests in, like, a couple of days. And on the third one, it was, like, a Friday. The drug test, like, watchers had already gone, gone home. So he had to do it for me. <laughs> and so I, I was the only one in there. Uh, oh, man, I almost had his name. It was, like, right on the tip of my tongue. I, I want to say it started with a C. Uh, I feel like it started with a C. Yeah. I Coleman. can't think of it either. It was Coleman. Starting Coleman. Yeah. 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 He's a, he so, a little fella. So we go, we go up there and, uh, you know, we check in and do all the thing because I had to actually drive him up there. And then I, I think I had to take him home after that because he couldn't drive because of the seizure. And so, you know, I go in there, I pee in the cup, and as I'm washing my hands, and I, I'm just, I, I go, Sergeant Coleman. He goes, yeah. And I go, how to measure up? And he goes, <laughs> what? And he just starts laughing. And we're, like, both, like, red when we go out there from laughing to, like, turn the cup in. It was so funny. How do I measure up? <laughs> now, see, you, you made it to Staff Sergeant, right? Yeah. Yeah, before so I left, did you uh, have did you have to go watch people piss? I did not. I, I got lucky enough to where I, I didn't, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm glad I did not. You never had to see any hogs. Nope. <laughs> well, I mean, outside <laughs> of the showers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was like in Diego, man. They had the uh, the shower curtains. But man, fucking! I think somebody would always come in and like fucking knock them all open while you were showering. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, the second time it was nice though. They had those stalls that had like the little changing room in front of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was nice. That's where I had the, hey. the gecko fall on my cock. <laughs> They're best friends. But I also I don't know uh, if it was a big gecko or a small gecko. <laughs> I made him look small. <laughs> it was it was all it was all the lighting though. So, but the the uh, bathroom that was out at Line D in Control, I was taking a shit there one time, and I had like one of those jumbo cockroach cockroaches fall on my neck while I was like <laughs> handling my business. I had to like fold up my men's health and whack it. The roach, not my. And, I was gonna say, then he got, then he got rid of the roach. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this cockroach. <laughs> Be impressed. Oh my god. <laughs> now, Austin, you only went to Diego once, right? Once. Yeah, Glenn and we went to it twice. Yeah. And I was talking. I mean, for me, the first trip was more fun because. That's when like everybody that we that I had gotten to the base with at the first time went, and the second one sucked because I only got to see George for like a couple weeks, and you guys were gone. And uh, oh, you remember how pissed I, I still we had... were, Glenn, when we found out we were leaving? Yeah, because we were supposed to go out on the second chalk. Yep. And then we found out like three days before that we were leaving, and we went and we're like, "Hey, can we stay?" And they're like, "No, we're giving you guys <laughs> a chance to go home early." We're like, "We don't want to go home." <laughs> Thanks. Oh man! Party but yeah, so five like, and a half and months. What's a few weeks? 
I, I yeah. yeah, exactly. And I ended up with some cool so with some cool people on that second one, but like at at the beginning I was just like nobody's on this that I know really, you know. And uh like but that's the great thing about deployment is you get to know all these people that you typically <clears throat> wouldn't work with, like so that that was really enjoyable. But uh <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about so there was this one time I was I was working line D the second time and uh I didn't have any like I'd never passed the test for 40 foot trailers ever and I never took it I never wanted to but they were but in Diego the rules don't a fucking apply yep you do whatever the fuck you want that's why I drove the bus <laughs> exactly yep. I drove the bus in Diego so I drove the I, I went like uh I forget who it was uh maybe it might have been Calhoun I don't even remember it was somebody who was like hey go get that 40 foot trailer and bring it down to uh conventional and I was like, he's like, yeah, you know how to drive that, right? I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Fucking, I got it. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So I go across the street. Remember, they had them lined up on the other yep. side of this, the, on the other side of the road. So I go up, I back up, I connect. I get the smart idea, like, oh, I'm just gonna go through this little hill, and then just turn and. <laughs> Bro, I got that fucking forty foot trailer stuck across the road. <laughs> <laughs> the landing gear fucking bottomed out. Oh my god! Just like drunk, and it was so just funny. like stuck in the middle of the road. And I was freaking the fuck out because nobody was. I was like, nobody's gonna fucking. I I don't want to get yelled at. I don't want to fucking get yelled at about this shit. Oh man, I just remember that and freaking the fuck out. And then I now I look back at it and I was like, nobody came. Nobody knows. And if somebody did come, they wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, they would. <laughs> we, uh, when I, when we were there, they had a, a gator, like one of those little golf cart, but on steroids kind of things. Yeah. And we'd take it every now and then to go pick something up or whatever. And so we go riding up and down the embankments. Oh my God. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh. I remember, I don't remember who it was one day, showed up at our, uh, showed up at conventional and they were like, lined us all up and were asking us who was doing it and that they had cameras out there and they were going to find out. So you might as well admit it. Now we didn't say shit. <laughs> uh, no one, no one ever got caught doing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you could see tired prints up and down. Them. <laughs> it was those cement ones that were out there. <laughs> no. Just so you know. Uh, a lot our of fun. First, yeah, our first deployment to Diego was long as fuck. We were there for like what seven months. Yeah, yeah, we were there over half a year. Like that was when nine, or that was when uh, Afghanistan had just broken out, basically. Yeah, or no, Iraq, we, right? Iraq, yeah. So we're yeah. like about to leave, and they're like, "Oh, you're not leaving anymore." And we're like, "Why?" It's been three months. We're like, "We need this to go." The yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? Um. But yeah, man, that oh man, that's that was the we watched. Remember we watched that bootleg version of uh, the Matrix Reloaded too. Yeah, and the Chapel Tent. And I remember watching <laughs> and the Chapel Tent. Yeah. So we convinced the Chapel, uh, the the whoever the chaplain or whatever, to let us use their projector, Austin, to watch this bootleg as version of uh, Matrix Reloaded. And I remember us watching it, being like. It was all blocky and shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like terrible quality. <laughs> and uh, 
we were all like, that was awesome. And then I remember like seeing it on DVD when we got home and I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now that I can actually see what's going on, exactly. this movie sucks. I still like it. I still like it. I yeah. like it le- less than I did when we first saw it, but I was like, yeah. this is terrible. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, this fight scene looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, so Avengers Infinity War just came out on DVD, and I, I know, Austin, you probably haven't seen it yet. I haven't. Yet. And Glenn hasn't seen it. You haven't seen it yet either? Not yet. So I've already I almost <laughs> bought it, but I haven't had time to watch it yet. Oh, you actually bought it? No, I almost bought it, I, but uh, I haven't had time to watch it, so I didn't buy it. I'm thinking about going and buying it tomorrow. Okay. Because then Deadpool 2 comes out tomorrow. Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah. So I might I might go buy both tomorrow. Yeah. I'm off tomorrow, so oh, I got some stuff you. I got to get done, but I might like whacking watch it. some movies. No, I got to take the... Uh, oh, I got a new dog. Ah. So I got a little Yorkie. It's a puppy, and it bites everything and shits on the rug, so... Still trying to get it trained and whatnot, but got to take it to the vet tomorrow. So, what did you shots, name? And then, what did you name your puppy? It is Coraline. When I first read it, I thought it said Carolina, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" And then I was like, no, "It's Coraline." <laughs> close okay. enough. Yeah, close enough. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Um, yeah, man. I I don't know. It's just. I loved, like I said, you know, we've talked about this numerous times. Like, when I look back at my time in, I hated a lot of the time when I was in. But now, like, being, like, almost, what, shit, 13 years removed, yeah, you know, from it. No, I, yeah, I think back with lots like of Like, 11 years memories. removed, yeah. Like, a lot of fond memories now, but at the time... Yeah. When you're in the suck, it sucks. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when I first got to uh, Louisiana, like I was in the pro- beginning processes of doing paperwork uh, to go guard a reserve so I could get out of Louisiana. Wow! And um, we turned him around, Glenn. Yeah, basically. Then I then I then I made friends. Yeah, but that place was a shithole, and I hated it there. Yeah, <laughs> it was so dirty and nasty. But yeah, man. But like, some of the best, some of the best people, some of the best people I've ever met there. Yeah, it's just fucking nuts, the, right? The, the town even grew on me. Like it was just, I didn't give it a chance when I first got there. Nah, shit, Shreveport is still a shit hole. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes and no. I do kind of want to go back though. There's a few things that I, I want to get some. Uh, um, Papa and Company. Yeah, if it's oh, still yeah, around, dude. If it's still around. Oh, it is. I looked up like a, a couple months ago. <laughs> he looks it up like, every now and then. Yeah, and I don't. Th- I think sure. the did the 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 boardwalk got there after you left, right? No, it was it was no, there. No boardwalk was there. It, it wasn't. Uh, not for very long though. Okay. Yeah, because they had that new movie. That was the movie theater we ended up going to all the time because it was like brand new and it. Yeah. It was awesome. That movie theater was great. That's the, that's the one where well, the Glenn, or that's the one where George yelled out that. The, the general lead doesn't yeah, have doors that open. <laughs> In the middle of the movie, the fucking yeah. doors don't open. <laughs> George, <laughs> you're drunk. He put a fifth, he put like a fifth of like Jack in his Coke or something. 
I can't remember. He'd been drink. He'd been drinking. He'd been drinking. All- well, we we had been drinking all day. <laughs> Dude. Oh yeah. I I I just uh, had that like a you know not necessarily a, a specific memory, but I just remember always thinking George is older than all of us. Why the fuck is he sleeping behind Tom's couch? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. I asked him that. It's because it was cheap. Yeah. George was a very cheap person. <laughs> George. Like, he's like, I could go I could go spend a lot of money in my own apartment or I could sleep back here. I don't care. <laughs> right. He lived behind the couch. <laughs> he literally lived behind a couch on a couple of bean bags. He was yeah. like Oscar the Grouch, like you can show up to Tom's house. <laughs> <laughs> sit on the couch and then all of a sudden George would pop up. Hey. <laughs> hey, can you guys be quiet? <laughs> Trying to sleep. Like, how do you bring a girl home to that? Like, from behind He did. Yeah. He uh, did, I, yeah. He did. I wouldn't have the balls, but to those aren't well, that's like, yeah. It was like, because Tom was usually back in the bedroom with something. Well, Tom was, like, way ahead of the game. Like, all the dating apps and stuff now. Like, Tom, if Tom was around still... He would be killing it because he was on like Adult Friend Finder and like Yahoo Personals. He, was, no, he cleaned up on Yahoo Personals. Yeah, he did. He used to like, fuck everything. Yeah, because he didn't have any standards. So, <laughs> yeah, that's why like, we got it, Skanks Against Drunk Driving. <laughs> yeah, it became that formed because of Tom. <laughs> I mean, no to be fair, um, you know, those girls did help get Tom, or help, help, they helped get us places. Yeah, yeah, and they put out for him. (laughs) And a couple other people we knew. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We won't say anything. just Tom. (laughs) I do miss Tom, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Well, we have been going damn near an hour, and we haven't even talked about music. Let's do that. Let's do our music. Um, since, uh, Glenn, you're our guest, we're going to let you go first. Okay, so go well, ahead and tell us who you picked and what I, you picked. I kind of picked it, uh, on accident. So the song I was going to play is, uh, a song that I really like. It's, uh, it's called God is Great by Rocky Fresh. He's like a Chicago rapper. I really love the, the bass line in the song and it starts off a little corny, but I, I really like it. But I, as I was like clicking the YouTube thing. I like found this video of, of the one that I sent you guys, and I, I just it's got little Dicky in it, and uh, if you see him, he's got like a verse at, towards the end. It's really I, I just really enjoyed it. I to be honest, I don't even remember what the hell it's called because I just heard it for the first time today. But uh, I so it's I it's like by it. Trinidad James. It's Which called Just a Little was. Thick, featuring yeah. Mystical and Little Dicky. I'm talking cook, clean kids, man, and swallow a dick. You never see a big hoe begging for shit. And if you fuck her good, she might buy you a whip. And if you say you love her, she might pay the rent. You know I'm from Atlanta, home of Georgia beaches. Cornbread booties fill up the bleachers. I want to kick back up, slap, drop in the pussy. Big girl a freak, man, you know that she with it. fleek, pretty teeth, bitch, fuck being skinny. And if your nigga ain't with it, then fuck being with him. And if your nigga can't hit it, then hit up a nigga. I be off in that pussy like, she ain't bad, bro. Just a little thing. I know you ain't said what hey, I thought you said. She ain't bad, bro. Now, watch your mouth. Just a little thing. She ain't chubby. She juicy. Anything that Slim O wants to do. 
she just had a baby and she gained a little weight. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the other I've thing. heard this song I before. I was like, is that, is that mystical? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention because I was playing it while I was driving. And then next thing I know, I'm like, that sounds like mystical. Is that fucking little dicky? <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's in the whole video, too. You just see, like, the token white dude, like, dancing up on girls and stuff. Well, I did look so over, and it's just his face in between two big old asses. Yeah, so yeah. And he's, like, funny. smushed in between. <laughs> yeah. Like, I looked down, and I was like, is that who I think it? Oh, look, his face is in between asses. Well, and then he's in the kitchen, he's got, like, two turkey legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna need to watch the video yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Definitely. It had me laughing, so I was like, fuck it, I'll just go with this one. Oh, I was gonna, such a, it, was, it was a fun song. Yeah, I mean, I was going to pick like I a really stupid enjoyed song. Uh, you know, like Hoochie Mama by Two Live Crew. Or, yeah. Or like something old school like Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then actually, when I told you the other day I'd pick my song, uh, there's a, another guy. This is like a Chicago rapper, but I think it's more for like fun. His name is uh, Serengeti. And he has a song called um, Dennehy. And it's... uh, it's, Brian Dennehy? Yeah. (laughs) He's talking in like a very Chicago accent the whole time. And it's basically... uh, It's really funny. If you get a chance to listen to it. It's just... It's stupid, but it's fun. (laughs) And that's the only song I know about that guy. Yep. What would Brian Boitano (laughs) do? Yeah, you should, you, I'll send. You, I'll find it and send you guys a link too, because he does his own like little ghetto music videos too, and uh, they're also funny. You guys probably wouldn't get a lot of the references because everything in it's yeah. like Chicago reference, but but it's, it's it's still funny. He's got like fake mustaches, and like all his friends have fake mustaches. <laughs> you have to said that to me. I yeah. I did enjoy this Trinidad James uh, song though. Lil Dicky kills it. Fucking hearing yeah. Mystical on a song again took me back to like 2001, and I was like, yeah. oh shit, Mystical was great. <laughs> Before he went to prison. Yeah. Did, what did he go to prison for? Probably like beating up a woman or so. I don't know. That that's a legend. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I'm gonna take that off a the legend. record right now. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't actually say that, sorry. Yeah, I did say it, but I'll bleep it. <laughs> you didn't hear it. <laughs> the I always hear it here first, guys. I always liked his songs uh, that he was on, like, when he was on other people's songs. But, like, I remember I bought one of his albums that was just like a, you know, Not 16 minutes ago, <laughs> like, yelling and stuff. And I was just like, ah, oh, I don't. I don't like this as much. Like when He's, he's got like, one of my favorite lines from Eddie's song. He goes... I got my meat and potatoes. <laughs> it's like my lyrical labels. You know I rap for low limit because it's the label that paid me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like another. I would say any other label here if they were paying me. Exactly. You know I rap for no limit because it's the label that paid me. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time we saw Master P at the Pierre Bossier Mall? Him and what's his kid's name? Like Little Romeo or something? Little like Romeo. That. Yeah, me and this other dude, uh uh what the hell is his name? I can't think of it off the top of my head. He ended up he he spent like five grand on camouflage clothing at one of those like hunting <laughs> like kiosks. It's like, well that's interesting. I can't lie, but, man. I had a I had a pair of blue uh 
blue and black and white camo pants when I was in high school. Yeah. Nope. I had it with my FUBU shirt that I wore. <laughs> my big FUBU jersey. <laughs> I, I can totally see that. I I don't know if I have a picture. I had a I had a shirt. It was a Billabong shirt, and the only thing it said on it was Bong. And I remember my parents gave it to me for Christmas, and my grandma got so mad. She's like, "Why would you buy him a shirt?" And she's like, "My mom's like, it's a surf company, Billabong." And she's like, "But it just says Bong on there." And I'm just like, "Yeah." <laughs> like, <laughs> if you think I was smoking pot because of that, no. <laughs> so Austin, there were. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna play my song this week. Sure. And my song this week is by an artist that Jamie introduced us to, and then Justin played on here as well. Uh, he just came out with this new song called "Have a Nice Day," and this is "Sunreal." I'm out my sorrow, Kilimanjaro. Put it in a poem like Walt Whitman. Short flow with a tall rhythm. Got balls, so I ball with them. Splish, all knitting. Take it to the bank like Oprah. Off the shit I'm rocking off my dome, no Jofa. Anybody saw logs about to get woke up? New Jack OG, popular as Kale. They used to want to see me get hit dead by a train. Now they all be catching feelings as they hop up on my rail. Shit got dry, so I'm pulling in the well. Two buckets saying fuck it to an L. Checking Joe and up the hill, but who the hell be down? Do it for my city, yeah, I do it for my town. See a lady in the grocery store, I hold her down with her. Hey, how's it going? Don't you know how it sounds? Girl, I ain't too damn cool now to ask you how you do now. Hating on me, true, yeah. So have a nice day. Why people too damn cry, yeah. All this shit to die, yeah. Just some food for thought. Have a nice day. I ain't got no worry. 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 I pull up in a hurry. Pull up in a hurry. I pull up in a hurry and say, Have a nice day. I ain't got no worry. 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 I pull up in a hurry. Pull up in a hurry. I pull up in a hurry and say, Have a nice day. So, did you guys get a chance to watch the video? Yeah, I just know that I glanced over at it and everything was his face. Yeah. I had to like I, I think I'd just woken up for a nap from a nap and I was like I like slapped myself in the face like, Am I still dreaming? Yeah, because it was like everything was his face. So yeah. Like, but I like the song. Like, oh, I like his that other chick's music. Hot. Too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really I like, like his other music, yeah. Uh, this is I don't know if this is gonna be on like a new album or what he's doing. I know he just got off tour. He actually came to North Carolina and I really wanted to go see him. But it was like on a Wednesday, and I, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't feel like driving a fucking hour. <laughs> yeah. like, go there at seven o'clock, be done at like ten. You know, he's uh, one of those I, that every time we play him on this podcast, I'm like, oh, I really enjoy him, and then I just don't actually listen to him a lot. It's like Brockhampton. <laughs> yeah, he, and I, like he's good. Like I do, I you know, he, I do listen to some, but not near as much as I probably should because I really do enjoy everything that we play on here. Yeah, he's got um, this song's really good. This, I guess, I don't know if this is off like a new album or something. Maybe it's just like a one-off. He has another song that came out like a couple months ago. It was called Grammy Song, and it's an actual. It's like a song about his grandmother who passed away, but it's like uh, it's actually really good too. It's not like overly sentimental. It's not like you know like sing-songy or anything like that. It's it's a really good song. That album that he put out, I think the name of the album is called um, uh, One Long Dream. It's a really good album. Go check that out. Well, cool. 
Well, for my song this week, uh, I'm going to play somebody that I've played before. Um, it is a female rapper by the name of Blimes. It, yeah, I don't actually know. Brixton? She, she is, well, Blimes Brixton is what she was going by. She was going by something, and then she went by Blimes Brixton, and now it's just Blimes. Okay. Um, but this song is called Look At Me Now. Look. Yeah, I'm from the Bay. We a different breed. <laughs> Where it's power to the people, that's a victory. Where we all create just to live and breathe. Don't let the culture die like a chivalry. Nah. There were a couple years I made deliveries. Now I make moves on me literally. I wrote my last feature in Italy, bitch. I found a missing piece. Don't let little things trigger me. Peep everything critically. Take care of yourself mentally. Learn to love yourself physically. Cause you're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. When you don't think so, they pockets grow beautiful. Make a whole nation feel ugly just to make money. Damn, that's cruel and unusual. But we used to it. Only say things that got truth to it. To get it off chest, I put booth to it. And put bars in your ear like I Bluetooth. If there's new music, gon' get me and Louis Rich. I'm nasty with the spit, too bitch. I'm bricks with the shit, nothing new to this. Except the name change, evolutionist. Yeah, yeah. Took a long time just to find myself. I didn't know how. I got lost in the ways of pain. But look at me now. To take it all back, I'll be cheating me. Or miss something profound. Got ten toes on the ground. Oh, look at me. Look at me, look at me now. And earlier this week, I had another one of her songs stuck in my head. Um, and so I just started listening pretty much to her nonstop for the next all, all weekend. Um, so this is one of the songs I enjoy. She has another one with Method Man I thought about playing. Yeah. Um, you played the one an, with her with... Uh, um, God damn. I can't think. The other chick's name. Um Gift of Gab. Yeah, Gift of Gab. Gift of Gab. That song, yeah, I still love that song. Yeah, I just watched the. So I watched this song, and I like this song a lot. Yeah, I do too. This this style of rap is the style of rap I like. You know, like. um, This is where I gravitate towards. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, her. It reminds me still of, like, Prop Cause and of Palmer Squares Squares. and Travis Thompson. Yeah. Like, I listen. It's all kind of that same type of. It's the same type of beats. It's the same type of flow, but it's real heady lyrics. I I definitely prefer that too. I don't like almost all like modern. I don't even like to call it hip hop because I I think it's kind of doing the service to like actual hip hop. But what about DKB and Donzi? Did you listen to that one? (laughs) To which one? DKB and Donzi. I don't know who that is. Oh yeah, I did. (laughs) See, that actually made me laugh. It took me a second. I, I, I did like yours, but, you know, I don't think you guys aren't going out and trying to be serious. You did that as, like, a fun project. And it, it actually did sound you, – you needed a little bit of uh, the the secondary background person, like, going, brah, brah, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, we, we did talk about that. We just never got around to doing it. Yeah, like, I can't – I can't even listen to, like, hip-hop radio anymore because it nah. it's, like, an old-school station because it's, like, Cardi B makes me want to drive off a cliff. Like, I don't yep. even know. Ha- little yacht, little scooter. Little tr- trippy red. 
Yeah, I don't even know half of these guys are, and I, I don't like care for any of the memes. But then again, See, she, ta- this this Blimes chick actually has a line in one of her songs where she says, "Fuck a mumble, I want you to hear me." Yeah, ah. exactly. Like See, I, I like, like that. that's, yeah. that's why, like, I, when I was a kid, like, because no one in my family at that up until that point listened to hip hop. I was like the only one, and, and like I, I gravitated gravitated towards it because of like the lyrical content and. You know, yeah. it, every song wasn't, you know, bitch, 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 you know, drop as exactly. many words as we can and, you know, look at my gold chain. It, like, it, it actually was like telling a story or it was like, you know, yeah. about a particular instance or, you know, you know, it, it like it meant something like it still had a soul. And I just feel like that's been removed from hip Like, not all hip hop, because there is a lot. That yeah. I the mainstream. Like. Yeah. A lot of the mainstream, mainstream for stuff. sure. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I just can't with it and yeah a lot of people i talk to that do like it a lot are like oh but they've got great beats and i was like yeah but you know that that's only part of the you know the music i can't even deny that you don't really express i hear some of the beats yeah like i can't even deny that part because like i do hear some of the beats and i go this is a really catchy fucking beat there's just no fucking content this is like eating cotton candy because there's no nutritional value to it there's nothing there for you really (laughs) Other than the fucking yeah. beat, and not every song has to be fight the power either. No, yeah, but, yeah, you yeah. know, but it, they all they all have like the same, you know, look look at me. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Well, I'm that's cool. and that's so like whenever I hear like a, a a new a new artist like you know uh, Blimes or uh, Sunreal or even like Brockhampton, which they're a lot weirder than some of these bands. Yeah, or like Tyler the Creator, or like guys like that that actually like rap. Like yeah. now, I really gravitate like, and I love hearing when newer artists actually do that instead of just like going with the trend of like, let's make a fucking just a boom bap, you know, bass song, and then just mumble the fuck over it and have a catchy hook and yeah. then call it a day, like. Yeah. So I totally, yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. I gravitate towards this type of, because like, it reminds me of, like like you said, like KRS-One or The Roots or, you know, they're, they're telling stories. It's not yeah. just. And not every song has to be like that, because yeah. I like the goofy shit, too, but but there's got to be at least some of it. Like, yeah, like Trinidad James, to... like, that's a goofy-ass song, but it's yeah. just, it's, it's a goofy it's, song. But it's good. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's exactly how. You know, it's meant to be. It's you know, yeah, exactly. It's it's like not that, trying to be this revolutionary yeah, they, song. <laughs> they all kind of sound. They have like the same, you know, flow and like all that yeah. stuff too. And yeah, it's just uh, I don't know. I I like original. I like unique. I think is the best way to put it. I, I That's like when like, Austin and I were decide like because I said I think anybody could write a trap rap song, and when that statement yeah. came across, Austin was like. We need to write a trap rap song. <laughs> <laughs> and then I we left it setting for how long? And then one um, day I just I sent you I said, Hey, there's some beats on there. Go pick one. We're gonna do a song. You're like, What? I said, Yeah. We're so gonna he, do this. <laughs> he sent me the beat, I picked the beat, and then I I did the hook on like a voice memo on my phone and I sent it back to him and I said, Here's the hook. <laughs> and then from there it was he wrote fun. his verse and then I wrote my verse. Because we have another track that has a hook, and yeah. that's all it has. That's all it has. <laughs> Here's the thing. Our grand idea was actually to do a five-track LP or EP and put it on SoundCloud 
at our one year mark and just be like, hey, there's a five track LP or EP out there for you to listen to. <laughs> and three and then, months later, we had one track. Yeah, we we didn't estimate how lazy we were. Yeah, or busy, I would say really. more busy. And it's hard to write lyrics. <laughs> yeah, even well, here's the thing: is like I think it would be easy to write lyrics, but. Even when I was writing these shitty lyrics, I was like, I want it to like at least kind of like, like mine rhyme. has a, mine has a very specific rhyme, rhyming scheme throughout the whole thing. Like it's if you actually pay attention to it, like it, certain things rhyme with certain things, and it's a pattern throughout the entire track. Yeah, which made it hard to actually do it. <laughs> yeah, it made it yeah. really hard because all I wanted to do was rap Bobby Boucher. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that's that's the difference between like modern hip hop and like classic hip hop is that they actually put time into that stuff, and you know yeah. it's it, it isn't always easy. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you for oh, agreeing by the with way, us about our amazing our amazing track. I I loved it. I I, had, I was driving actually back from the city when I heard it, and I had it cranking in my car. <laughs> I have a Were friend like, that was. I like, can't believe they did like, this. I have another friend. He said. Oh, this the song is terrible. He's like, it's not good. He's like, but man, that hook is catchy. <laughs> <laughs> he played it for his girlfriend, and she was like, "Who is this?" And she's like, "He's like, oh, that's Josh and Austin." And he's he's she was like, "They rap," and he goes, "Yeah, anybody can." <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't hard. It was hard. That's the, I'm sitting here it saying was, it wasn't it hard. Was it was fun. really fucking hard. <laughs> it was fun. That's what it boils down to. Have you guys ever heard the song? I want to do more. It's like a 70s or 80s song. Uh, It's called Double Dutch Bus. It's like by Frankie Jones or something like that. Uh -uh. It was like a Uh one-hit wonder. That's where like uh, a lot of like the Snoop Dogg and uh, like Izzle talk, that's where it came from. Oh, really? Yeah, and it it turned out, it it ended up being like a protest song about like the Detroit bus system or something like that. (laughs) Uh but it was so funny. Uh, that's actually one of the songs I was going to play. I was like, I found it on one of my playlists. It came up, and I was like, oh, shit, that's that's the song right there. I was like, they're never going to expect the Double Dutch Bus. There's no. a song. I should have played it this week, because there's a song that every time I hear it, I think of you. And no, it's not the, the Super Bowl Shuffle. Oh. There's another song <laughs> that you showed me. That every single time I hear it, I think about Glenn. And the name of the song is Mother, There Is No Other Like Mother. So treat her so right. Treat her right. <laughs> treat her right. Treat your mother right. <laughs> Fucking Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> so, such a bad song. That, oh my yeah. god. Every you time I hear it, often it though, or? oh man! Every time I hear that song, though, I go fucking Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jamie's, finding that stupid shit too. Jamie's is whenever she hears Kryptonite, she thinks of you. Oh shit! Because you guys are <laughs> heavy. I get it. I get a, I get a hangover every time I hear that song. <laughs> we every time the song came on, we took a shot. Yep. And so I'm pretty sure they kept playing that because we kept taking shots. Yep. 
And at heavies, they didn't do it the the way that all the other bars used Everclear. So it's yeah, just it like pure up. grain, pure, pure grain alcohol, and like a little blue curacao and and like hypnotic or some crap like that. It's yeah. like it, oh. it fucked you up. <laughs> I just well, yeah. Jamie's like, whenever I hear kryptonite, I think of Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we had fun. Uh, so I thought of a, a funny uh, heavies uh, slash ultra suede uh, song or uh, story. I don't remember. You guys are probably there. I don't. I was like blasted. But it's when they actually did the uh, the concert in there, like where the pool table is. Like you, I think you guys. Oh yeah, we we talked about that ago. a couple weeks ago. So uh, the I already had like all the stuff they were because they were selling their like merchandise, like the bumper stickers and all that stuff. And the only thing, and the CDs, and the only thing I didn't have was the women's thong. And the girls convinced me because I was hammered to buy it, and I put it on in the bathroom. And uh, they actually pulled me up stage on stage and like, like snapped it. <laughs> but I remember I I didn't really uh, remember a whole lot. But I remember waking up in a woman's thong and being like. What happened? Like it took forever for that that evening to come back into my brain, where I was like, "Oh, thank God!" You know, honestly, I'm surprised Glenn didn't get molested a lot more than he. Seriously, like I kind of got molested every time. uh, Like I would go to Superiors. I don't know if you guys ever went there, Uh but the the Mexican Mm -hmm. place that was up. uh, Like if you were going like towards Flanagan's and you made a left on whatever that major was, it Yuri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You make a left, and yeah, and it's down there. It was like uh, probably the only Mexican, oh, that and Posados, and there's another place called Pepe's that uh, wasn't the chain. Those are the only Mex. I didn't like all that the the bland whatever they call Mexican. Food what was down the there. one that was uh? There was one that was outside the back gate, like going towards the do- the horse track or the dog track. That was kind of like just a little hole in the wall. Yeah, that was Pepe's. Yeah, yeah, that, that was place really was good. the fucking bomb, boy. Yeah. Yeah, like Pepe's and I like Posados, which is over by that uh, that billiard place. Um, I can't remember. Fast Eddie's? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That way. And then this one was down like in Shreveport, but they had like excellent margaritas. And uh, But every time I would go there, I was like milf bait. They'd just be all like these older women would be all over <laughs> me. And I'd just, like, I'm trying to drink. I would say like older ladies loved Glenn. Yeah. They loved Glenn. I don't. I don't get it. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Now they're it's all not my age. face anymore. <laughs> no. If I if I uh, if I dropped a little weight and shaved, I'd I'd still have the baby face though. Oh, look at you! Look at you! I can't wait to see your baby face in a week, Glad I'm gonna pinch it, and I'm gonna love it. I'm like, <laughs> my, my oh hey, skin. real quick, uh, fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Austin. You'll we'll see you soon. I know. I'm just jealous. That's all. I know. I'm sorry. Well, Bubba. shit. Because I mean, <laughs> last time I saw Glenn would have been like May of 2006. I think. Yeah, May of 2006 when you left for. Uh, that's a long time. The last time I saw Glenn, we got a picture on the Easter Bunny's lap. <laughs> yep. That was quality. That was a quality day. <laughs> 
Yeah, the next time we all meet up together, I totally think we should do another one of those Walmart Studios pictures. Fuck things. yes. I'm okay with that. God. I would love to get fucking George there, too. We gotta get George there. Yeah. George is busy, though. Be... George is like a... He's like a fucking officer now, right? Yeah. Is he really? I think... Yeah. yeah, like the guard. You think he's like an officer in the guard? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a police officer. No, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Military. Well, Brett, Brett's still in, right? Is he in the uh, he's reserves? Or? Yeah, it's either yeah. guard or reserve. Yeah, I think it's guard. Yeah. It's crazy. Ooh, you know, one thing, a, a Chicago traditional thing I got to uh, make you do, Doc, here is take a shot of Malort. Malord? Malort. It's oh, I thought you said, I thought you said Malord. <laughs> like, Milady? Milady. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's like a it's a chicago only liquor basically it's like a rite of passage well you know i'm at the game i'm gonna have to get an old style right oh yeah gotta get an old style oh yeah that's the shit right that's what you gotta yeah. do did you have one when you were at the game austin no no oh, you didn't know nope this will be here the cubs <laughs> They actually have a really good. Uh, I just can't wait. That's, I uh, can't wait to see see take me out to the ball game. Yeah, hell yeah! Because it's like I, such you know, a fucking really... thing there. Yep, and if you. But anyways, worries, it, it a was a lot of fun. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, we had yeah, no if you made it through this, this one. <laughs> no, my I I do appreciate you guys uh, making it through this long one today. I don't give a fuck if you made it through yeah. it or not. I got to talk to I you. I don't either. It was fun. <laughs> so much fun. An hour. Nonstop. Best best day ever. Um, Glenn, thank you for coming on again. We love you. For shizzle. You know that. Um, uh, I can't <laughs> wait. Like I said, I can't wait to see you in a week. I'll see you literally, literally today in a week. Um, and we'll be at a Cubs game, and that'll be fun. Austin, I'm sorry that you feel left out. But you know I love you too and your family. Yeah. If I didn't have a family. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in Chicago have a next fa- week. <laughs> exactly. Um, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh that's gonna be the end of the podcast. Uh I'm Josh. I'm Austin. And I'm Glenn. And And I'm Frozen. And we're the trinamic duo. <laughs> I'm freezing. (laughs) And it shouldn't be this hard. (laughs) 